Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is WWJ All Local. An armed robbery in Detroit ends tragically. Detroit resident Tracy Golden was fatally shot in the chest area with a handgun during an armed robbery on Wednesday night just before 11 p.m. The suspect approached her as she was leaving from a store on Grand River Avenue near Outer Drive on Detroit's west side. According to Detroit police, the suspect took out his gun, fatally shot Golden, and stole her SUV. EMS arrived on the scene and transported her to a local hospital in hopes of trying to save her life, but she succumbed to her injuries. Tracy was a chief union steward in Sinai Grace Hospital respiratory therapist she was also a wife and mom now detroit police posted a video of the suspect who is still at large dpd is asking for the public's help the suspect took off in tracy's dark charcoal gray 2018 dodge journey michigan plate number dyn1663 anyone with information is urged to call detroit police homicide at 313-596-2260 or crime stoppers at 1-800-SPEAK-UP ryan marshall wwj news radio 950 clinton township police say alcohol may have played a part in a fatal crash last night but they're not saying if it was the driver who might have been drinking or the victim that might have been drinking a 30 year old man walking along garfield road trying to cross metro parkway was hit by the driver in a pickup truck the man was taken to the hospital but died a short time later the driver did stop and was cooperating with police It's unclear if the driver or pedestrian, as I mentioned, had been drinking, but investigators are asking anyone who may have witnessed the crash to give them a call. Two teens from Monroe are in trouble for shooting a gun out of their car while they were driving in West Michigan. The Mason County Sheriff's Department arrested 18-year-old Tiona Lara and 15-year-old and a 15-year-old boy Wednesday near Ludington after getting a call from a veteran who reported seeing a flash and hearing gunfire. When deputies stopped the car, they found the handgun. At the time, there are no reports of anyone being shot or any damage. Teens are now facing, those two teens are now facing five charges, including shooting a gun from a moving vehicle and furnishing false information to a law enforcement officer. A lot of final preparations are underway for New Year's Eve. Parties in Metro Detroit across the state, grocery and party stores expected to see plenty of activity as people stock up on the little finger food and beer and liquor. Mount Clemens is going to host its annual New Year's Eve gala with a midnight fireworks show. There's also a ball drop at the Lexus Velodrome in Detroit. That party is for those 21 and older. The Resolution Ball is scheduled at the Masonic Temple. There's also a New Year's Eve ball drop in downtown Ypsilanti. Before the evening starts tomorrow, there's a New Year's Eve kids countdown at Beacon Park from 1 to 6 p.m. in downtown Detroit. The Belle Isle New Year's Eve Family Fun Run takes place tomorrow afternoon. Activities start at 3.30. Well, if you're thinking about returning a gift that you received for the holidays, the Better Business Bureau has some advice. If you were gifted something for the holidays that was purchased online and want to return or exchange it, the BBB says it's important that you understand online store return policies. In some cases, you can save on shipping back an item by just returning it to the local brick and mortar store. But if you decide to mail back your gift, find out who pays for shipping when an item is returned. If you use buy now, pay later to purchase a gift, it's especially important to understand 
understand those guidelines since they often have hidden agendas. You can find out information on a store's return policy by visiting their website or reading the back of your gift receipt. So save yourself some time and do your research first. Daryl and Horn, WWJ News Radio 950. Well, if you're a Michigan fan, is it too late to get to tomorrow's game? The answer, according to StubHub's Adam Badelli, is no, as roughly 1,800 tickets are still available for that contest, starting at $170. Now, if you're looking ahead and thinking about being at the championship game January 9th in Los Angeles, if Michigan wins tomorrow, Badelli says the faster you order those tickets, the better. 70% of sales for a championship game comes right after the team wins. So, you know, on our side, we're prepared for the spike. We see it every year that, you know, come fourth quarter in these games, depending how close the the games are, that's when we start really seeing our traffic drive up. And then it'll be a huge windfall of kind of sales over the next few days following the game. So we'll get a better understanding what that will look like probably by Monday or Tuesday. If you can't get a ticket, keep it tuned right here to WWJ. Our coverage begins tomorrow afternoon at 1. Tony Ortiz, WWJ News Radio 950. Detroit's water moratorium is set to expire tomorrow. The moratorium has about 60,000 households that are about to become delinquent with water bills, totaling more than $85 million. Income-eligible households can apply for a lifeline plan, which would prevent shutoff. With the plan, there's a fixed monthly rate of 18 to $56, and also... It works on erasing some of the past debt that they have. Those who don't meet that qualification can enroll in what's called the 1030-50 payment plan. That's 10%, 30%, or 50% down, and then you get uh, payments on the balance. Those enrolled in either of those programs by Saturday are protected from shutoff. Detroit Police Chief James White has come down with COVID-19, apparently only experiencing mild symptoms. The statement also saying that Chief White is fully vaccinated and twice boosted. And now per standard protocol, ordinary day-to-day operations will be overseen by the department's senior management team. Currently, Assistant Chief David Lavalley is assuming the role. Kalamazoo's police chief is going to retire amid allegations made by three city employees. Public Safety Chief Vernon Coakley, who has been on unpaid leave since August, will retire Sunday. Coakley was put on leave after three women came forward making allegations of discrimination, sexual harassment, and verbal abuse against the 24-year veteran of the department. The city says an investigation found the harassment allegations to be credible. Coakley, in a joint statement with the city, says he disagrees with both the findings and the nature of the investigation. Kyle Kimball, WWJ News Radio 950. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8th, tune to AM 950. Follow WWJ on our Odyssey app or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.